I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my partner in talking shit, <laughs> Karen. And we're live on a Sunday, ready to do some podcasting. Yes. Find us everywhere you get podcasts. Search the Black Guy Who Tips will come up. The official weapon of the show is... Devoted chair. The unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Uh, don't forget, Black Friday sale is going on right now. You can go to our website, theblackguywhotips.com. Yes, Black It's right Friday. there on the front. Bam, 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 bam. We got the sales like everybody else. It's right there on the front page. Um, if, if you signed up last year, you, it automatically renews unless you mm-hmm. turn it off. So if you want to keep renew, just you don't got to do nothing. If you if you want to turn it off, just go to your PayPal and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, also holiday cards. So the blackoutist.com slash about. That's our, our mailing address if you want to send us a holiday card. But also... If you want a holiday card, send us an email with your address in it. And, and look, let me just say, if you make it less headache for me if you put it in the right format. And y'all know what I mean. Some of y'all send like one whole sentence with everything, no commas, no spaces, all that stuff. And I try to, my best to go in there and, and, and make them right for everybody. But, you know, it, it takes me, a, it's a little less work if I can just copy and paste it. So keep it in yeah. mind. Yeah. Put your name and, and your address the way we learned in elementary. Yeah. And for those of you outside of the United States. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. If you outside no. the United States, don't worry about it. Okay. You ain't getting nothing. Uh, well, damn! Come on now, calm down, I'm sorry. buddy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Karen. Buddy, sorry. Yes. I got worked up. I got worked up. Go ahead. Uh, no problem. For those of you outside of the United States that might not know how our system is, you do your name, you do your address, then you do your like your your uh, state, uh, 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 your state, and then your zip code. That's how it is. They here don't. In the they States. might. That well, that wasn't helpful, Karen. That that they might not even have states where they from. It's that, other people places is different than ours. That's true. So just Google it. Google how to write the address American style. Uh, because I don't know what y'all shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's stuff not the same. You know they. I, I've I've had to mail these things out in the past, and y'all some of y'all stuff is wild. Just you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope it get there. You know we hope it get there. But uh, anyway, <laughs> if you get caught up in customs, ain't got nothing to do with us. Yeah, ain't got nothing to do with us. That's not our fault. We tried our best. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> there's a limited amount. Like we have a. I think I ordered like a hundred. Mm-hmm. So if we get more than 100, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, as of right now, you know, first 100 come, first 100 serve. So just keep that in mind uh, for everything, uh, you know, when it comes to that. Um, all right. Let's see. What else to talk about? Um, I think that's the show keeping, show notes. Yeah. Uh, that's the show notes for now. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think if there was uh, another thing on my Black Friday holiday sale. Oh, we have an Amazon wish list as well. We do. Um, and it's in the show notes of every episode. But if you want to, like, give us something through the Amazon wish list, you could do that. All you got to do is click on it and pick some things off our list. And we did get some stuff. I forgot to bring it up yesterday on our three hour feedback show. Um, but, uh, we got, uh, some stuff from, uh, let me make sure I got everything right here. Uh, cause I think different stuff goes with different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Kadian, aka Katrina, says, Dear Rod and Kay, I heard you mention on the feedback show the 4th of November plans for a new reading journey to help work through the blockage you have from that activity. Enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Smiley face emoji from Katie and Katrina. And she sent uh books, okay? Um and or I, I and I believe it's her book. Katie and Powell, Stories of Black Female Identity in the Making, Querying the Love in Blackness, Black Studies Collector, Editor Christopher McCauley. Um, So, you know, Karen, I know you've been trying to get your read on. Yay, I'll be reading. And I hope, uh, I I think that might be it for that one. Let me just make sure, because I know another person sent us something, and I don't want to get y'all stuff confused and whatnot, but, you know, it's kind of hard to keep track. But, um... We also got a gift that just says, enjoy your gift from KP. So I'm not sure who the, who KP is. Oh, wait, it's probably her. Katie and Powell, right? It's just, that's is. her name, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe she, she sent us two gifts. Okay. And then the other one is we got, cause these are from our thing. Rebecca Traster, all the single ladies, unmarried women and the rise of an independent nation. Oh, another shit book. now. And also, uh, this must just have been from the list. Uh, Flex Arc Lighter, um, which I love these lighters. Okay, I love. If you know anything about me, I burn candles and incense constantly. This is a candle burning bitch. I'm not even gonna lie. Yes, I am. I'm a candle burning bitch. Okay, right now during the show, every episode we do, I burn candle. Yes. Uh, while we're talking, I mean, I ain't hating on you, but I'm just no, letting them know no, that, it's, that it's you totally, are serious about your candle burning. I respect it. I understand it, and uh, don't bother me at all. And I love me an arc lighter like this because it's really good for candles, especially when your candles get low and you really got to reach in there. Because if you got to use like a regular big lighter or you got to use like a match, no. hey man, it's touch and go. I don't know how people do that. Like I could try yeah. to turn sideways sometimes, or even then, you know, I got these big old black man hands and shit. These you know the hands of my ancestors and stuff and <laughs> it can't get all the way down to the candle all the time oh, you got them thick cotton picking hands yeah so you know <laughs> and, thank and, you and and child i be trying sometimes and i just give up uh because uh i like i like like those type of lighters versus the uh where you got to uh strike the match and stuff like that because i've never learned how to strike a match i know i'm grown but i be like fuck you and and the uh, uh, package you came in on light yeah. up where you got to strike the match. Well, definitely give up and stop trying. That's smart. Uh, but that's what technology is for, guys. Yes, for that's us what to be technology able to, is for. To, to plug this in, charge it, and I already have one that's getting old that I need to get rid of. So you just replaced mine. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it's that easy. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me I need to sit down and practice No, I didn't that. tell you anything. I didn't say anything. It's that easy. That's like and a you guys slice. can, you see, our, you, see our, you see our list. You can all always contribute by uh you know sending us stuff we appreciate y'all they take the time out to do that because you know y'all don't have to and we don't demand it but it's nice when you do it's nice when you do thank you all right let's get into uh i guess we need to do some banter
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, that might be my favorite one. Then I'm going to play another one later and be like, that's my favorite one. Anyway, uh, Karen Banter, go ahead. Do you think? Roger Prada has talked about this before, but we have an air fryer that has an app with it. And I love it. It's actually really, really neat. uh, Because with our air fryer, you have to preheat the uh, air fryer well you don't have to but i prefer to preheat the air fryer it actually cooks better with it preheated versus just going in straight cold turkey the other one you go cold turkey cold turkey and it not make a difference i don't know you know why some you got to preheat and why some you don't but this one you know they say preheat kind of follow the instructions so i do and i like that app it um and when you uh download it and you get everything hooked up you can actually Go in and be like, I want you to preheat. And you look on your phone and it counts it down and lets you know when it's ready. You can put your food in there and it counts it down and it lets you know when it's ready. It's very, very uh, convenient. I like it a lot. When you go in the app, you can like see all types of different things. You can stick in your air fryer. They have all types of recipes in there and stuff like that. I don't know if all air fryers have this, but the, but the kind we have does. So if you got an air fryer, look and Google to see if it has an app. And it might actually have an app associated with the maker of the air fryer you know that's something that most people probably don't consider most people just manually use it because that's mo- most of the time for air fryers that's how it's presented to the public they don't really push or promote like the apps and all these extra things you could do or before we had like an app with our uh thermometer but that's for the thermometer that's not actually for the air fryer itself and so for the thermometer, meat thermometer, it just tells you that the meat's ready, it's time to flip. But this is actually for the air fryer itself. So if, you, if you're if out there and you like us and you like, I got an air fryer, uh, Google the making the model. See if you got an app to make life easier for you. All right. Well, it was advertised on the box. I just wasn't paying attention. But it had, um, it's called a Kasori uh, air fryer, 5.8 quart Kasori Pro or something like that. I got it off of Target a, a couple, maybe a year ago. Um but yeah, it comes with Wi Fi, and I would always see the Wi Fi blinking. thing blinking whenever I plugged it in, and I'll be like, "I wonder what that's about." Turns out, you can connect it to your Wi Fi, connect it to the app, and you can use the app to control the temperatures. There's recipes in there and stuff like that too, um, so you can be like, you know, because I'm always I'm always Googling before I cook something in the air fryer, uh, just. Sometimes just to remind myself to be like, okay, so broccoli, uh, 20 minutes at 380 degrees. All right, cool. You know, and and with this, you can just go in the app and be like, oh, I want to air fry some broccoli. And it's like, all right, cool. You want to preheat it? Boom. All right. Well, it should take about 15 minutes at this much time. Boom. And you can, you know, and so you can keep up with it that way. And yeah, it is cool. It's neat and it's uh, 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 convenient. Um, also, uh, I know. <laughs> And and it's and it's this one this one is like kind of is is kind of me talking about myself kind of in that third person. Uh, for me, I really do, and I'm grateful and I'm thankful for everybody that's been you know kind of reaching out to me as they hear or have heard you know me on Dreptomaniacs. And 
even to today, what's, what's wild is I'm the type of person that when I shower somebody with love, I always go, you're going to get this love. You're going to take this love. Like, I'm I really, I come on strong. Like, you're you going to get what I got to give you. I don't care if you want it or not. Here, here goes my love for you. I'm, I'm pouring it over you. I'm showering you with the accolades that you deserve. Uh, because a lot of people don't get it throughout their lives, you know. And for some people, they, you know, depending on your personality, you actually need that. And it's not even for the big things. Sometimes it's for the small things that we do and we take for granted a lot of times. I know for me, uh, uh, I try my best uh, whenever Roger cooks or, you know, does something for me. I consistently tell him thank you because I don't want him to ever think that the things that he does for me are not appreciated. And I know people don't think twice about that, but when you have somebody that is consistently doing that, that, that blind work, that work that everybody just looks up and is done and nobody ever considers how it gets done. You know, sometimes that person wants to be appreciated for that work. They do it quote unquote out of love and things like that, but it's still labor. Like, like it's still labor. It's still something. Sometimes they're sacrificing to do sometimes when they, might not feel like to all the time you know you might not feel like it so I you know I do that but it's I realize it's kind of hard for me to process uh compliments I'm better than I used to you know now I just go okay thank you when I used to be the type of person but like Mm-mm, no don't do it like and, and for me to even come this far is something else to just learn how to embrace the words that people are saying and believe the words that people are saying are true about me because like I love to show love but receiving that love back in return sometimes is a very hard thing for me to process because it's like you don't think about yourself in that way I don't know if that makes sense like you just do shit I just do what I do and it is what I do okay the end but when people go hey I recognize that or you did a good job or 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 or, or doing some form of a praise sometimes it's kind of hard for me to process and particularly uh, being a black woman and being and growing up where in a society that consistently wants you to be small, wants you to shrink yourself, wants you not to be seen, wants you not to, you know, because if you start talking about the shit you did, all of a sudden you fucking bragging. When men do this bullshit all the time, they go down their fucking laundry list of the bullshit that they do, even if they don't deserve it, even if it's somebody else's work stolen, they will puff their chest and let you know what the fuck they've done. But, you know, a lot of times women aren't kind of trained like that. So a lot of times when compliments are poured upon us, we have a tendency to reject it, we have a tendency to downplay it. And a lot of times, you know, for a lot of women, the things that they have done and accomplished and the things that they have accomplished are a lot of times bigger and more better than some of the people in the room, even some of their bosses, managers, and supervisors. But because we try to downplay a lot of things, this is, you know, not, not to go into tangent, but sometimes this is why it's kind of hard for us to get promotions and things like that. Because, you know, it's one of the things where, you know, we don't actually embrace the things that we have kind of accomplished. So that's something that I'm kind of mentally going through i don't know if you've ever had to deal with this but this is something that i've kind of i mean yeah i mean i i i don't know about it as relating to it as a man i I don't i think it's different for everybody and there's a lot of men that suffer from the same thing Mm -hmm. i think especially in america which is set up as like a patriarchal white male white supremacist society everybody who is not you know fitting that description often struggles with confidence and stuff i think we also highlight the people that have a lot of confidence and make them the example for everybody but there's a lot of imposter syndrome um there's a lot of uh especially when you come when it comes to uh um the money 
the the uh confidence and the just you know uh ability for people to see you as a contributing person i think a lot of people deal with that you could be a straight you could be a straight white dude but broke or some shit and and you feel like you know even when you come up you feel a certain way because capitalism in america has really been framed and I, i talk about this a lot but it's been framed as like even the people that are critics of it accept certain premises when they want to, which is this idea of like, you earned your money, your money belongs to you. If you have money, you're better in some ways, you're smarter, you're richer, you're more talented. Not that, not that these things are never true. A lot of times they are like, part of the reason Beyonce has more money than a lot of people is because she is more talented or maybe she did work harder in some areas that other people didn't but also you got to get lucky also you need like the society to view you a certain way Mm -hmm. um things have to break a a certain way for people and often when things break that way and you find up you end up being the lucky one that made it into the room or whatever even if you earned your spot there's a, a level of guilt or something there that, that pushes it down to be like, oh, no, no, I'm not that special. And I, I struggle with that sometimes more about the fact that I want people to understand that as uh, I think I'm dope. I just don't think I'm the only dope person in the world. And right. I think there's a lot of dope people that just didn't get the opportunity I got. But, yeah, you know, I also feel like getting into game theory writing for draped domaniacs um you know doing all the stuff we've done with this podcast there's a level of confidence i have now that i just didn't have back then and um to a certain extent i do feel like some of the stuff i do i'm better than people at and i've earned that right to say that and i have the evidence to prove that and what becomes interesting for me is the more I know it, the less I care about proving it. So okay, I like yes, if someone I, gives I me a compliment, that. I appreciate the compliment and, and and all that stuff as well. But it to me, I don't, I don't, I'm, I think I'm past thinking so much about like what kind of people deserve, or, you know, how they feel like they earn their spot and shit. Because it's like if I, I know I earn mine and I know I'm good and I know. I've seen other people's work at that level and been like, I can either do that or I'm better than that already. And I, you know, to a certain extent, I'm just getting started. So, um, you know, we worked hard on your um, voice acting for that episode. So mm-hmm. I knew when we sent it off that you would be getting a lot of love for it. Um, and it was really, really good. Um, and the whole product at Drake Domaniacs is good. So I knew they would, you know, they would put you in a position to shine. And so I'm not surprised, but I don't, I never let that knock back the the, the point of taking in the praise because you worked hard and you should, you deserve that praise. Yeah. And, and sometimes I, I, I'm, like I said, I try to keep a balance on that because it's one of those things where, um, like you say, I don't. My goal, like you said, my my goal isn't to quote unquote prove anybody wrong. It's just like, hey, this is just something. And I think I've come a long way, even with doing this podcast. I come a long way as far as being bold enough to take a challenge and step into a realm that I'm unfamiliar with. I think for a lot of people, 
they might be good at certain things, but it's not something they f- were familiar with or not something they was raised up on or something that kind of people kind of downplay that they're not really confident in it. So they won't even attempt to uh, uh, step step into or go into something. And I guess. Yeah, but I think with voice acting, you're not unfamiliar and it's not a new realm for you. We've actually mm-hmm. been doing this for years. So it's not people just might not have known that it's like how people didn't know might not know I'm a good writer or people might not know you know how funny I am they just didn't know it's not I don't walk around with it on my chest but I know I can do the shit and so you know um it I think the difference is not it's confidence and not arrogance and I know it's borderline on that but Mm -hmm. yeah you should you should definitely be able to accept a compliment and I think you know some of my favorite funniest most talented smartest people that i know have issues with this and you know i know a lot of it is around race and gender and orientation and stuff and you know i think the thing uh this this banter is going too long but the thing basically is you need to advocate for yourself the way you advocate for your friends and all these other people you're the most you know force forcing positivity on people in a way to where so i believe in people i'll be like you can do it baby you can do it yeah so if you don't do it for yourself then you're failing yourself and you would you know never let somebody you know like not feel complimented and loved in your presence so i just don't I just think you have to fight to transfer that energy to yourself because I think it's, you know, I don't even like hearing my friends talk bad on themselves. You know, it's just I don't like that shit just because the world is already doing that enough when we don't deserve it. So, you know, I I love that people are writing in and complimenting. Yeah, and I appreciate that, y'all. And I, and I, and I thank you uh, very much because it, it meant a lot to me. Like I said, we put a lot of hard work in it and it meant – a lot you know to me and i started processing how i was processing it and that's what made me come up with that random thought like how how was i kind of processing this energy and you write the same cheerleader i am for other people i need to be i am a cheerleader for myself but i need to learn how to cheer harder for myself kind of within you know because like i said I've, I've come a long way on a lot of things you know as far as uh like i said uh the podcast and as far as uh voice acting because when i started with dexter came a long way you know podcast came a long way you know me constructing jokes i've came a long way so i i i am going to continue to work that muscle and exercise that muscle until that muscle is like breathing you know how you automatically breathe and you automatically blink your eyes and you automatically move yourself that's how i want the love for myself to be my own personal cheerleader to the fact that i don't have to think twice about it and not in an arrogant way but in a way that i have enough self-confidence to know that i know that i know that this is something that i can do and there's nothing or no one that can stop me but myself so you know, I'm going to continue to work that muscle until I get to that point about it. And uh, the last uh, uh, random uh, thought I have is I am so happy for the first time in my life with my mama being older, my, my aunt who raised me, for those of you that might not know, for my mama being older, I, you know, had talked to her the other day because she called. I talked to her the other day about being older. And we talked about things that we, that we, when I was younger, we probably never would have talked about. Like we talked about premenopause and she was joking about it and things like that. And that was a very, for me, it was very heartwarming 
that I could actually have a conversation like that with her in her older age. Something that, you know, when she was going through, she might not even understood that's what she was going through or what she was experiencing. But I, I appreciate talking to her, you know, about it and us making jokes about it and, you know, her talking about being much older, you know, than me. She's like 80, 45 and talk about how the body changes and things like that. And 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 I uh, appreciate that conversation uh, because I feel like 20, 30 years ago, this is the conversation we would have never had. And so for me, I am thankful for a shift and a change in a relationship as she gets, as she is getting older. And also I think as people get older, they get softer. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but they just get softer. You know, they, they've, they've lived life, they've experienced things, they've learned from their mistakes and things like that. And they're not as hard, like the outer shell of themselves, not all older people, but the outer shell is not as hard sometimes. And so it's easier to penetrate and have real conversations with, with them. So I appreciate that. I know you just wanted to to hurry up and die, Karen. Okay, I've heard. What, no, I did I've not heard, say that. I listened to what you just said about old people, and I'm disgusted, and I'm offended. Do I need to go back and play the tape? That is not what I oh, said. Okay, you know what? Actually, I was looking at my phone. I might have been looking at something. My bad. That's you was my fault. not paying attention. I'm sorry. I just assumed you said that. I, do you know how y'all? Child, you know don't, how y'all don't do? let me have to do a little snippet on you going back and playing the episode to let people know I didn't say that, so. All right, I would do my, I would you do my banter, can. but no, no, Karen, it's you, already like thirty minutes into the episode. Let's move into some news. People I, didn't come to hear that; they I came mean, to hear. I mean, I would like to hear it. Well, we can do it tomorrow. It's okay. What's gonna do an hour of banter, and then we gotta get more <laughs> voicemails and shit. It's, it's fine. We will do it another day. Okay. So, um, I think the biggest news is uh, Diddy. Um, Puff Daddy, uh, this happened. We talked about it behind the paywall for y'all that you yes. know don't uh, get behind the paywall. Um, we talked about it when it happened because it literally, like, this news lawsuit dropped. The news of this lawsuit dropped, and the New York Times wrote an article about it. And I want to say it was like Thursday, and we were about to do Balls Deep in a couple of hours. And so I just went ahead and read the whole thing, um, just so I wouldn't be on the air just like, just talking, you know. I I know, you know, most podcasts kind of do that and um, whatnot, but, you know, I was like, let me at least read the the article, (laughs) Because uh, there's a lot of, you know, either misinformation or people being very vague because they don't know what's in the article right. or they just saw the headline. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's interesting is that this lawsuit comes out like Thursday. And this shit was settled Friday. Like, uh, that is extremely unusual. <laughs> You know, like that, you do not see that uh, very often. Damn, motherfuckers are like, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, Quick and into her. And it was a civil suit. Yes, yeah, a civil lawsuit. So it was never like a criminal thing where 
he was gonna go to jail possibly. Right. Um, although you you know, I don't really know all the rules around like New York State and um how they can prosecute stuff. But if there's any indication like Trump where um the he lost a civil suit about being a rapist, but never faced like a criminal suit about the same thing. Um at any rate, uh it was gonna be a civil suit. Um and it was like alleging a lot of stuff. Like oh my God. It it like it was it was talking about um sexual assault, you know, obviously, you know, it's I mean, I, I don't even I mean, I don't know how you could have avoided hearing about this uh as far as like oh, this just no lie. yeah yeah if this is like you didn't even know about this like i don't know where you been uh because it was everywhere mm-hmm. and uh at the same time i know that you know it's it's very disturbing stuff in here so just obviously you know if you can't handle that kind of stuff i understand you got to skip what we're about to talk about um but yeah so uh she accused him of sexual assault uh she accused him of um i believe she was like 19 when they got together he was she says he was extremely like domineering physically assaulted her very jealous um uh like beat beat her like for like people looking at her type of shit you know um one of the main things one of the major revelations was she believed that he had kid cuddy's car blown up or set on fire or something while it was in his driveway and it was right after he had threatened to blow up kid cuddy's car because her and kid cuddy were seeing each other and he didn't like that shit and when they reached out to kid cuddy's rep representatives kid cuddy confirmed that 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 the car fire thing that happened in his driveway did happen that is a real thing um so which is you know pretty that's pretty significant it was yeah early 2012 he grew so angry about her dating the rapper kid cuddy that he said he would blow up the rapper's car around that time kid cuddy's car exploded in his driveway through a spokesperson spokeswoman kid cuddy confirms miss ventura's account that he had a car that exploded this this is all true he said um he also had her engage in what he called uh freak outs or something like that a freak offs and it was he would hire male sex workers to have sex with her while he like watched and he would sometimes get jealous about it um and she would like she said that basically he just supplied her and kept her like drugged up so much and she would use the drugs to like disassociate from these moments um because she basically thought these you know they were horrific account encounters for her and you know she did it at his behest and he also would make videos of them record them and he would later say like i delete the videos but one time when they were on a flight according allegedly allegedly all this stuff Mm -hmm. he he played the video on the flight so like one of the videos that was supposed to be deleted he had which is you know obviously intimates a level of like it's definitely a threat to a public figure. It's a threat to anybody, but definitely a public figure. Cause like I have this evidence of these tapes. Everybody doesn't know the context of 
this is an abusive relationship or I'm recording you and telling you I didn't. And then, so if you ever say or do something to me and these tapes just happen to leak, you know, and, and to think that kind of thing can be held over your head forever. Um, Cassie ended up like leaving him eventually uh, but after she said basically 10 years and he, he sexually assaulted her. And then that was the last straw or whatever she left. Um, so she ends up leaving. She's married. She has two kids. She's in a new mar- new relationship. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, why is she suing then? Why she already moved on? Why she uh a couple of reasons. Number one, the statute of limitations for this, which is basically a new Me Too law that happened, mm-hmm. is next week. Like she had to sue now or she can never ever sue. Right. Um and once and once I think it was not it would not have been a legal thing once it wouldn't have been like a court filing for people to peruse through I really feel like people would have cared a lot less because there's a lot of rumor and innuendo around Diddy mm-hmm. that um you just don't like so people will say when there's smoke there's fire but it, a lot of innuendo and rumor around him I've never seen anyone confirm it I've just heard rumor 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 right people treat it as truth well that's the thing if everyone has a rumor about you hers would have been added to the piles of rumors Rumors. like i don't think people would have treated it because i don't know that people believe all these rumors about puff daddy because of the way they actually talk about him and treat him right um like if you truly believe this man was doing these heinous things I don't know how you then think it's cute when he does a little video or when he, you know, how it's funny that his kids do blank or, you know, uh, you know, you got he shows up at the radio station, and get interviewed and, you're, and it's going viral. How many people are celebrating his relationship with uh, Carisha? Like they were celebrating it. And I don't want to hear no bullshit like y'all weren't. I saw it. Y'all were I celebrating. It you think it yeah. was funny and cute. It was good for her. Even if you had like some misgivings about the age gap, it wasn't like they weren't part of pop culture. People thought right. that was a funny, like cool thing that she was a part of. Um, and now, of course, after this information, people are like, what's really going on? Is she safe? Is she dealing with any of this stuff? I don't know if she said anything to address this, but you know and unfortunately the way we look at stuff people are going to expect her to and if she says anything if if she still chooses to associate with him and like or says anything in his defense it's just going to get ugly for her cuz oh, yeah. um no matter i think she's like almost 30 or so it like people are i already saw people saying wild stuff about her and she hadn't said anything and they were using that to be like, see, she part of it, too. When she going to be accountable and, I, you know, which is always wild to me. But still, right. um, which there's no evidence of that. So, okay. right. Um, so I think those are like I think that's most of the newsworthy stuff. But they settle. Oh, I know another thing. In this article for The New York Times they the Diddy's people basically said, oh, this is extortion. She just wants money. Um she wants $30 million. Carisha, I mean, Carisha, Cassie's people say she, if it's just a money thing, she was offered 10 million, like she was offered an eight figure settlement and she was like, nah, fuck that. Um, now ultimately it's a civil case. It has to be a money thing. Yes, sir. So that's always going to be used against you in the court of public opinion by a lot of people that kind of don't know much. They'll just be like, see, she just wants some money. 
But it's literally like, well, this is the recourse I think I can get. I don't think I can get justice of this man going to jail. So I'm going to have to hurt him in his pockets or some to some degree in order to to like offset what's going on or the damage that was done to me. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. No specific details on this settlement have been revealed. But, you know, context clues, if she wanted 30, they offered eight figures or whatever, which means it was at least 10. My guess is she got, if, I mean, you settled this shit in a day with no real extra negotiating. And she got no more. She asked for, possibly more. Yeah, this wasn't, he didn't even wait to, to do the, like, thing that a lot of these guys do, which is settle, like, the day before you go into trial or something, which leads to a prolonged fight in the in the in the mm-hmm. media. And I think regardless of how you feel about if it's true or not, I think whatever they were gonna try to say to assassinate her character, I just don't think dragging it out for months was gonna help them at all. Mm-mm. Because the only thing I can see them really saying is, oh, you're gonna trust a woman that did a lot of drugs and just is greedy for money it's like that well that she told us about the drugs and um like you look good we know that yeah we know that y'all did try to give her some money so why would you have tried to give her some money if she made all this shit up right of course now you get to say on diddy's side oh well this doesn't this doesn't mean that i'm admitting any guilt which is the whole point of settling something like this? The whole point of settling is, is is you can say you you're not admitting guilt, but I don't know. Would you pay thirty million dollars or some somewhere in that area to a person that accused you of something you absolutely didn't do? I don't know. That's a lot of money to, it, and it varies per person. Yeah, yes. and that any person because at that point any person could come in, and also she got a ten year relationship, and then uh, you know there's clips of like Young Jock talking about. Um, being out with them at the club and he uh did he saw a white woman with half her hair shaved off um and uh said he liked that hairstyle so he wants um her he wanted uh cassie to shave her hair shave half her hair off um and jock was like for real like are you really gonna do that and she was like if that's what he wants and now people are like is that was that one of the signs you know should we have known but obviously Nobody we couldn't have known, known the extent of all this yeah because each relationship is very different when it comes to those things you know i understand you know patriarchy women's rights you know and all this stuff but every relationship is very very different and so right. you know there are some relationships where that's fine and everybody's considering to it like like you know what i'm saying like nothing mm-hmm. is going against anybody's will Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in a relationship and things like that happen, and nobody and everybody's happy and nothing's going against anybody's will, there's no there's nothing that you can be like, ha ha, that's it. I think people go back after the fact and want to point these things out. Here's the thing, because you know I feel like everything I've said is probably something y'all gonna hear somewhere else anyway. But here's the thing I wanted to add that I think is like let's think about it one step beyond just the the general discourse, okay? Uh. When Cassie was with Diddy, the amount of speculation and narratives people just made up without knowing anything, um, I just want to take this time to reemphasize, we don't know these people and celebrities, we don't know these celebrities. 
you know and i'm not even saying that in the in the way that people do where they're trying to like make you assume the worst of every person that's famous that's not what i'm saying i'm saying we're just guessing right celebrity is basically like a different version of instagram people show you their wins they show you their ups you very rarely do they want you to see their downs um and at the end of the day you never know what's going on because i've as many rumors as there are about diddy there weren't any rumors like this right and 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 i think people are sharing stuff now trying to act like oh we we should have known or we did know some of this stuff is disgusting what people are sharing old clips of 50 cent assume essentially saying puff daddy was gay and they keep sharing yeah he's on the download clips over and over going 50 knew what 50 didn't know shit 50 cent just you weaponized homophobia yes and just talking correct like you got a dude that's going calling this man a fruit pie and then we supposed to take that and go yeah because that means he must have wanted male sex workers to have sex with his with his girl while he recorded uh that must have mean he beats his he beats his girl up you know he that that's that that's ridiculous and i don't know what tropes people think they're getting into with that but stop and think before you share that dumb shit um but the assumptions i'm i think because i've never been interested in puff daddy's personal life and i and i'm not Mm. knocking y'all that are it's just right i think i'm like a year too old like really a year like i my peers who are like even a little younger than me seem to have like a level of reverence and connection to him that i just don't have i can see that. to me he was always the nigga dancing in them videos like them shiny ass suits he you know he was always like him becoming like a mogul and you know ripping people off with the bad boy label and stuff mm-hmm. that was all just kind of stuff that, that happened on the periphery of his music career i never right. really thought of him as like a rapper rapper because i knew he mm-hmm. never wrote his shit right um and you know, and I just, I just, maybe it was the the fact that I was one of them raucous, most deaf type niggas. But I like he, I always had, to, I always had this kind of like shiny suit hip hop with, well, like that's his lane. I'm not really into that lane, right? Um, <laughs> and I loved when people used to talk shit, but Tupac talked shit about him when the locks broke away from Bad Boy and was talking shit on Rough Riders. I loved that shit, but. I never, but I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm taking credit for this Fokot because I never really had a reason not to like him. Right. Like I didn't think I didn't know he was a bad like like abusive person in relationships, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about him and Kim Porter. I think that was his yeah. uh, wife's name who died, his ex wife who died. No, nothing. Um, I don't follow his kids. None Mm-mm. of this shit. It just didn't matter to me. Right. But I did see people talk about it. And you would see these narratives with him and Cassie that would go, and it was just whatever people wanted to serve that day. But it always was confusing to me because it would be either A, why she ain't get married and no kids with him. She fucked up. She wasted all her good years with this old nigga that has no plans on being with her. For real, for real. And people would like use that to shit on her. Mm -hmm. Men and women, I've seen it. Then there would be the pushback to that, which is why can't a young woman want to be a kept woman and get money and and have our bills and shit taken care of and if she don't and not even have to worry about having kids or being married to this nigga maybe that's what she wants out of life why don't y'all leave her the fuck alone she got the freedom to choose right um 
And then when and then I thought that was interesting because when she left and then she did get married, many of the people that had been saying that for years switched over to this idea of like, ha ha, she played Puff Daddy. She went and got married. Look how fast she got married after she left them. She won. Uh, fuck him. Uh, and then was like, wait, so if y'all thought this was a consensual kind of sugar baby situation, why are y'all so mad at the dude? Y'all said it was her choice and she didn't want to get married so, right. so why would that be still her choice yeah, yeah why wouldn't it still just be she made a different choice but there but everything on the outside seems somewhat amicable whatever right so all that all that that points out to me is how little we know because if all this abuse was happening behind closed doors none of those narratives were ever right none of them not the empowering ones, not the disempowering ones, not the she should have got married to this nigga. None, none of that was right. If it's just a this man exploited the fact that he signed her to a 10 album record contract at 19. No one Ooh, does that. Nobody. does. No one's that. ever going to make 10 albums for any label ever. Right. Um. Nobody. Yeah. It, it, like that industry is already exploitative. So if we're just going to say that. I think we I just think people should relax a little bit on the we know what's happening with people because we really fucking don't. And we don't. We do not. You know, people, I think when things like this come out, there's a lot of anger, a lot of sadness, people, emotions that are kind of all over the place, which I completely understand that. There has been victims of abuse and all types of things. And so you're getting a hodgepodge, a mixture of all those people with all these opinions online, you know, and on top of that, you got the, 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 these bitches be lying people, men and women, you know, you got the, you know, the, the people that, you know, uh, anytime a victim comes out, just believe them, no matter what the evidence says, people coming out. And so it's kind of a mixture, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, but, 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 but this is what you see online. And so I think you have like a mixture of all these people, all talking and at the end of the day nobody really knows what happened behind their closed doors and this happens to people all the time there are people that you know well this shit could be this shit right here could be happening to them and you would never know and i think a lot of times people like to use hindsight to to kind of be like and sometimes it might be right but for a lot of times it's wrong you people trying to piece the matrix together and piece things together that were not there because a lot of times people don't show signs people don't tell you and i mean a lot of times that's how people handle sometimes being abused is how people Correct. handle personal conflict and stuff and sometimes things that look like it could be abusive aren't sometimes things that are look like they're what we consider normal are fucked up behind the scenes um and i, I think even when we talk celebrity stuff we most you know I, I sometimes end up going into this like well how much of this is just us projecting Yes. Because the reality of these situations a lot of times are very far from what these narratives that we create, these stories we have to tell ourselves mm-hmm. about these people who are just people at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's the Kiki Palmer thing all over again. How right. many different stories that people tell themselves when things weren't adding up? And now you find out what may have been happening behind the scenes. And it's like, well, actually, that fills in a lot of blanks. And it also mostly feels in we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. You know, we thought this dude was just like a an asshole. And a lot of us thought her taunting him and all this stuff was like, 
you know, her exerting her, like, I'm better than you and I've run this relationship and come to find out, you know, this man was physically a- attacking her in her home. Like, that's th- that's not what people were saying was happening. Right. And th- the thing is, a lot of times because of the shit show online and the shit show that's kind of happening and the back and forth with all these subsections and pieces of subsections that people projecting. This has a lot to do with why a lot of people never come out because they was like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this shit show. Like, yeah. like I don't want to deal with being a victim for some people. I don't want to deal with people telling me it's my fault. I don't want to deal with people telling me I'm lying. I do. You know me. I, I, I don't want to, to deal with people, my business being out on the street. I don't want to deal with the judgment. Like it is a lot. also it's a very rich powerful famous dude that we've seen how this goes like for the most part people love these dudes and especially in blackness and hip-hop we're very protective of the black man like it is what it is i'm not you know some people will feel differently but facts is facts like when there, there's a reason that like Russell Simmons is still able to be around hip hop circles right now. Right, he could be in Bali, but he's still, uh, you know, at at the panels, calling into the to the mm-hmm. to the shows. Like people still cite him and and try to interview him and take quotes from him. That we're not like, and that's something that could be criminal, which is probably why he ain't coming back to America on the like on the off, you know, mm-hmm. where, where you don't see him just popping up everywhere. But the point being, like, um we are very protective of our black male icons and you know even you know and i think people are reflecting on it now in this moment because diddy is such a social uh he's an institution and so people are reflecting on like these other artists and and add doing the math and adding it all up you know it's funny to see people pull 50 cent out as some sort of like you know, paragon of virtue or, or, or just antagonist to Puff Daddy. Uh, right now, 50 Cent uh, news popped up that he won't be facing charges for striking Power 106 host Brianna Moynigan, uh with a microphone. Ooh. Yeah, he was performing um, uh, and struck. Uh, she was struck in the head while at a 50 Cent show in Los Angeles back in August. She was standing in the crowd when 50 tossed the microphone. The incident left her with some serious lacerations to the face. She reported the incident to the Los Angeles police. Police decided, uh, basically, they transferred the case and then they said they're not placing charges. Um, she, like, she's still recovering from that. Uh, she's talked about her mental health, uh, uh, saying it's a solid five and a half right now. She thanked everybody on Instagram. She wrote a lengthy statement on Instagram last month as well, thanking those people close to her and saying she need to focus on her physical and mental recovery. Um, and, uh, 50's lawyer said that, that 50 threw the microphone out of frustration with the technical issues and he didn't mean to hit her. She's also filed a lawsuit against him, although the outcome remains uh, unknown. Then, of course, you had that thing with uh, Rick Ross's baby mom. There's, like, the shit with, like, you know, some disgusting stuff he says on Instagram and shit. And we treat him still like the jester of hip-hop, the royal jester. You're like, oh, he's fun. Uh, He's always saying something fucked up. We like that he says fucked up shit all the time. And there's, like, a protection around him, you know? And I think people are looking at you know rick james james brown marvin Gaye. like they're going through all the list of all the 
the the the men that have been outed as either like abusive or bad men mm-hmm. and and shit and the list is long as fuck yes and it is and we grew up listening to and worshiping some of these people yes and folks are kind of I don't I don't know what they're even going to do with it cuz I don't even want to give them the credit of saying it's a reckoning cuz I truly think when we had the me too moment in America hip hop had a lot of people get called out it just I don't think people care agreed you know I think people think it's just part of the culture and that nothing can be done about it or should be done about it um and when and honestly I think it's kind of whack that the my peers my fellow black dudes that have platforms or podcasts the only time I hear them talk about the morals of hip hop is to talk about why Megan Thee Stallion shouldn't be shaking her ass. Right. You know, why they tired of pussy rap. Well, here's some shit that, that, that it's not pussy rap. And you got this dude in your motherfucking playlist and you got the CDs in your, in your car or whatever, you know, you like the, the there's a lot of these guys and they're not dead. And they're, and, and, and we're, you know, bringing them out for the, hip-hop turns 50 you know we like these are big names but it's easy to go after Flo Millie because you don't listen to her and you don't care and she's 25 or some shit 23 you you don't give a fuck but where's the energy for the morality police when it comes to this shit you don't see it it's not it's not it's like that's a damn shame anyway you know oh he shouldn't have did that and that's the end of it um paula jai parker you ever you know who she is Mm-mm. um all right i i, I, I wouldn't have known about her but i don't remember i wouldn't have known either karen okay don't feel bad um but paula jai parker is a um actress who i think her most memorable role that i've seen uh is her as craig's girlfriend and friday the one that was cheating on him ah okay yeah, so she's questioning Cassie's uh, lawsuit against Diddy. She went on Twitter, uh, um, and, and and said, as a sexual assault survivor, one would think I get it, but I don't. I was a child looking for nothing from anyone, but y'all called us thirsty for protecting what's mine. But it ain't thirsty when you forget to protect your behind. I'm sorry, but I don't get it. I used to be 19, and I was in the industry, and I was quite capable of saying no. You're between a rock and a hard place in this industry. You suffer no matter your choice. So why not choose God? It worked for Jesus. What? This, that statement sounds insane. I wish someone would have said that to three-year-old me that couldn't say no, but my by 19, we are strong enough to make choices that affect the rest of our lives. If you can't say no, you're not built for it. Take that midnight train now before you get yourself in trouble. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying she wasn't complaining about being his woman and the fame that came with it. Uh, that What goes on between man and woman is just that. At what point does pleasing your man become all this? Only chicks dating freaky millionaires. That's, all those statements are false. <laughs> this broke niggas doing the same bullshit. I, I mean, part of this, I think, is w- you can't see people when you're envious of them. Right. You know, you can't see somebody else. So, like, if your mind, you're like, shit, I've been struggling to be as famous and kept and paid as a woman like this, and it never happened for me. So, you know, 
tough shit this is the cost of that you wasn't willing to pay the cost i guess um oh that's right i forgot y'all get caught up in beautiful you see a pretty little fawn and think bambi instead of baby demon so i guess she's saying cassie's a demon but yes i believe she deserves compensation it was like a marriage and she became accustomed to that lifestyle after all that stuff she wrote she did i don't think he was ever really going to marry her Ooh um laughing emoji praying emoji heart emoji angel emoji i think y'all just don't like him but he didn't invent the game he just plays it uh the game of hitting her in her face and and kicking her after the game of rape what are you talking about i don't understand hubby thinks i don't like her but that's not true i don't like chicks that take the easy route and get mad when it doesn't pan out how's that the easy Easy route? route what getting your ass whooped is the easy route i'd rather you not i'd rather it not happen at all what are we talking about here god bless the child who's got his own i'm trying so hard to see the victim here but do sex slaves usually get to pick their partners in five-star hotel uh should should have took the deal wasn't it james who tried to tell y'all it's cheaper to keep her all couples should be evenly yoked and that includes sexually yeah i i don't know man i i don't know what got it i mean because it's one of those things where i doubt she has a lot of followers and people keeping up with her so maybe it's just she was the one willing to say the most ignorant shit and ended up getting the most attention Mm because this is pretty ignorant in my opinion yes it is um but also like um this is bound to happen I, you know i talk to my friends about this sometimes when some shit like this pops off and we'll be in the group text and they're like oh you know uh you know i think people gonna see how terrible this is da, da, da. and i'm always like yeah but people are gonna also make a defense of the other side of course and they're like but how and i'm like because they always fucking do yeah and, and they do and and I, and I know the easy out or the obvious out here is to be like because it's a black woman but honestly mm-hmm. dog amber heard angelina jolie it yeah. people just it, 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 terry cruz before yeah, terry cruz start talking that shit right i said terry cruz is just the fact that's a victim it don't matter your sexuality it don't matter your orientation don't matter your color nor gender if you are a victim somebody's going to come up with an excuse to protect the the person that committed the crime you know what it makes me wonder is psychologically because you have to wonder these patterns are predictable Mm -hmm. and they happen a lot and eventually it just becomes like 50 50 almost you know got to be two sides um i wonder how much of that is subconsciously people's need to feel in control so they feel to themselves like I would have taken different actions than her. So this would have never happened to me. Yes. So I wouldn't have to worry about this. So, you know, and, and keep in mind, you know, this started when she was 19, but it's like this, you know, allegedly blah, blah, blah. Y'all already know that. But um, it's interesting that uh, people always jump to this because I, I it really just feels like a, a bolder, bigger version of like, what does she have on? yes yes but yes anyways uh you know and and i think it's disheartening to think about how much of just you know these these icons quote unquote of hip-hop um and, and all this power and shit how many how much people get away with and i do have specific questions or or at least things i'm pondering about 
who he did and didn't do this shit to. Cause like I'm I'm I I think it's easy for me to believe he probably didn't do this shit to J Lo. You know, we ain't never heard no shit like about this with with J Lo and just and she was big and big in the white way, which is offers a level of like belief and protection and you know, she left him after that fucking gun incident and he made two songs begging her to come back yes he did you know it just like motherfuckers know who they can do this shit to and get away with they know who won't be believed i you know i think that's a big part of the psychology of it for people that do abusive shit like this um they like that's why you get so many people that go whenever like oh so-and-so did such and such and then you get people that's like well he never did that to me so i mean he couldn't have did it if he didn't do it to me and i'm like i but they may be looking at the the way society values you and being like i can't do that i'm not saying he didn't do anything yet i don't right, know right but right. i'm i'm definitely wondering correct if 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 he's like well this 19 year old black girl that is is essentially uh people see her as a hot piece of ass let's just keep it that like that people weren't like Oh, what an undeniably talented singer! People like, especially during that era of hip hop, it was everybody was signing these like wispy, light skin, quote unquote, foreign black women. Yeah, it was every label was trying to get one. Every and it didn't, and they admit a meal. Yeah, a lot of them did not work. So many of them, where Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, whether they blow up or not is not the point. Mm -hmm. Whether a strong singer performer, not the point. Right. We just all the men were collecting them like Pokemon to see which one was going to level up the strongest and then discard them uh, on the piles of other discarded careers that they had there. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, it feels like, yeah, you knew you could get this person to do this shit, but you probably couldn't get everybody to do this shit. Agreed, because what people fail to realize, abusers don't abuse everybody. You have some to do, but most do not. This is why a lot of times when something happens, you always have people who did 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 and they and they could be telling the truth when they say I've never seen it, it has never happened in front of me, and people go you lying. These people could be telling the truth because they don't knock everybody out, they don't whoop everybody's ass, they don't do it to everyone. You know, because if they did, a lot of people are like, yeah, that motherfucker's an asshole because everybody knows the person is just flat out nasty to everybody but a lot more people do shit like this where you always have somebody that quote unquote comes out in their defense and be like well i've never seen it it has never happened to me yeah so um but that's like the main thing that's been going on um there's also uh trump's true social has lost 73 million dollars since the launch a new filing shows um everything that man touches sank I also wonder, like, how much of that is even his money? I feel it's like that's a investor. Some, yeah, that's a bunch of people trying to harness his chaos and be like, why don't we bring it to this thing? And people will follow him over here, and then what, that's how we'll make money. It's like, first of all, his most dangerous and biggest thing was the fact that he was on social media as the president saying reckless shit, and then white people that run those places didn't know how to handle it correct because it's like what do you do when a president's the one stoking the fires of an insurrection you know it took it literally took like him denying no it took january 6th i believe january 6th it took january 6th for people to be like oh this is dangerous um but then him going getting banned off of there going to true social 
I still think he probably signed some sort of exclusivity with them, which is why he really ain't go back to Twitter when Elon Musk allowed it. You know it. he's bound to a contract. Yeah, gotta be. Not that he's a nigga that don't break, break contracts, but I can't think of any reason he actually would have self-control. Because he loves that attention. Child, please. But, yeah, I'm not surprised they lost a lot of value um, because it was anything with him is fool's gold. Um, speaking of losing value, Univision News anchor Leon Krause exits the network days after controversial Trump interview. Uh, Univision, ain't that the Spanish channel? Yeah, Univision. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, they aired, it was very controversial. They, they aired a interview with President Trump in which the Biden administration had bought ads for their airtime. Okay. And they refused to, they basically declined to do the ads at the last minute. <gasps> right. Oh, yeah, that's um, going to be a problem. Just tell me, no, just tell them no up front. Why are you wasting their time? And so people don't know if he's leaving because in protest of this or something, you know, related to this because the interview was co- conducted by a different journalist. Um, and yeah, he, so I, I don't know if he just doesn't like that they're in bed with um, Republicans over at um, at Univision. Televisa Univision also co-hosted a Republican primary debate in September, um, which says a lot because you remember, if y'all know anything about Republican primary debates, they don't go places unless they feel like they can control what's happening over there. Right. Like they like they don't they don't do away games anymore. Mm-mm. So they felt like what's happening with the Latino or Spanish community, they feel like that is a, a home place for them. Yes, a accessible place for them. You'll never see a BT Republican. You'll never see it. You they don't even do CNN and shit anymore. Nope. So it's very interesting what's happening there. And oh, let me correct something from earlier because I just know y'all gonna email me. And and I guess it's just proof of what I was saying. I don't keep up with their life like that. Uh, Cam Porter was not married to Diddy. She never married him. So just okay. don't please don't write in. It was a very small detail mistake. My bad. But I just know how people get about this shit because they care about his relationship in public life way more than I've ever cared. Agreed. And so my bad. But yeah. Um, at any rate, though, it's interesting that there's fallout over there. Off of, I guess everybody's not on the Trump train over there. Um, yes, and some like, of them was like, no. And that demographic is a, a demographic that can often go conservative. Yes, they can. Yeah, as much as people Republicans hate immigrants and want to pass and fucked up laws. Yeah, like they still targeted at them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Uh, all right, let's move into another section. Um, that was a lot of stuff happening there. Um, let's see, where should we go next? Maybe. Mm, um, man, I don't even know what segment I want to do. Maybe we do some white people news. White people news. We're bringing exiling to the mother. Ah, lighter, wider news. Let's get into it. 
Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are launching a podcast. Ah, shit. Guess who's back? Shout out to... Guess uh, who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Shout out to Olivia Pope. She 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 scandaled. She she managed the hell out of this. Come on, she got this handled. Child, they out here like make it last forever. Listen, it's the only way. The only way out is through. Come on. Um, how's this for Instagram official? Hashtag silent no more. Roback fifty captioned a portrait of the pair giddily embracing. The pie will be available everywhere podcast are heard. Um, <laughs> here's my thing. I know it's probably going to be a podcast about just them talking about the news or whatever, mm-hmm. like they did on um, whatever, you know, like December 5th, Amy and TJ. That's that's the name of the stuff. I, I know that's probably just going to be like a Good Morning America podcast. That's not what I want to hear. Mm-mm. I want to hear about that cheating. And they, they, <laughs> they is, they're not, and they're not going to cover it. I know, but I want, I know I can never get what I want, but if I have my druthers, I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about the news of the day. Unless they gonna keep bringing up how they be fucking, like I just need that in my life. I need them to, like I need them to bring up. They can bring up the news of the day. Be like, oh, today is National Applesauce Day. Uh, speaking of applesauce, I was all up in your applesauce last night, wasn't I? <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I cooked some buns. Speaking of that, I split your buns last right. night. Hold on, my ex-wife is texting me. Let me send that to voicemail. Anyway, back back to what you were saying, boo thing. You know, I want them to make kissing on the air. Everything. I want. <laughs> like, if you're going to lean into it being an unprofessional, like, we just be, doing what we want, be it, all the way. Right, because podcasts don't have the same restrictions. Y'all can talk about what you basically what you want to talk about. Remake that Janet Jackson Rolling Stone cover. I think it was Rolling Stone. Where, like, uh, the she, man was grabbing her, her titties, titties from behind. Yeah, covering up her areolas. Yeah, that should be the cover of y'all podcast is TJ's hands on her titties. Ah, yeah! From behind. <laughs> that would get my ass to click in a heartbeat. I want them to be so reckless. <laughs> I want them to tell everybody else secrets backstage. Like, <laughs> listen. Okay, listen. Robin I was like, to, ooh, that was really want me to listen. Listen, before I tried to holler at her, Robin tried to holler at her. Okay. <laughs> Try to the intro be like anytime. Mm-hmm. Um let's see what else has happened. A couple behind the world famous uh Florida Christmas lights display. I don't know if you've ever seen the Florida Christmas lights display. I don't think I have. Okay. I know we got the McGattenville down here. Yeah. Up well, okay. Well, I'll show you some pictures of it. Um but look, this is a house. And they've they've taken it and just Christmas it the fuck out. God damn, what is their power bill? Believe is that in the a magic- pizza hut in the oh pizza hut in the background? What is this? Believe in the magic of Christmas. This is the this is the two people that live there. Um, that's them kissing. I know out nobody sleeps in that bitch. Uh, oh, everybody's house be lit up. They got people at a party. No, no black people. Um, so turns out. These motherfuckers are squatters. <gasps> what? They lived in the home for 13 years after faking the deed when former Miami Dolphin had to sell. No wonder why they could do that. All the money they probably would have paid in mortgage. They spent <laughs> lights. Mark and Kathy Hyatt were widely praised for their over-the-top holiday decorations, which spread festive chair at their home in Plantation Acres. Oh, no. Isn't that the plantation park? 
know, you know, plantation acres. They got a, they love, they love a plantation down there. <laughs> I hate slavery. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, but the pair who divorced in 2017 have been accused of taking over the property without buying it or taking out a mortgage after Miami Dolphins player was forced to sell. Um, yeah, they said that um, a team of property appra- appraiser detectives found the Hyatt family wrongfully occupied the home following a seven-month uh, investigation. Kathy told investigators that Mark, who died in 2020 at age 56, drew up the 2005 deed for the home using cut and paste and changed the locks of the home and threw out its contents. <gasps> what? The, 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 colon, the colonizer gene is strong in him. Woo! He was like, this is mine. Did he put a flag, plant a flag too? She claimed she had information about the 2005 deed resulting in the highest unlawful ownership of the subject property. Uh, the home was initially owned by a former Miami, Brett, Miami Dolphin player, Brett Perriman, in 1998, but he failed to pay his $400,000 mortgage and it was facing repossession. He then took out a second mortgage for $585,000 to pay the first, but defaulted again. He and his wife left the property in 2004. A private investigator then paid $50,000 of the original mortgage before changing the locks setting up an alarm and working on the house with the idea to flip it for a profit. Okay. But a paperwork mix-up meant he was handed the wrong document, which the highest were able to take further advantage of. Mark and Kathy were looking for a home at the time and came across the house in the upscale Plantation Acres neighborhood. She spoke to investigators at the property appraiser's office and said it was a vacant and looked abandoned. Um, Kathy claimed... The couple got in contact with the former owner, Perryman, who agreed to sell it for 900000 But Mark, who worked as a mortgage officer, realized that he did not have a valid deed anymore. She added that the ex-husband called the police and accused the investor of squatting. Um, Mark received an email in August 2005 from the former plantation police chief who said he believed that some type of fraud had occurred and may still be occurring with respect to the property. So they knew in 2005, and it's 2023. The caucasity. Oh, good to be white. Ain't it though? And nobody came and be like, get your ass out of here until we can prove that you don't own this property. I mean, that you own this property. Right. With the right white man, we can do anything. Wow. Wow, this is a big ass it won. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just... The levels of cockdacity. Right. Passing by the offices, waving at them and shit. Knowing you ain't paid nobody's sales tax, nobody's property tax. You ain't taking out nobody's insurance. All your neighbors around paying bukus of money or either it's passed down from generation to generation, child. Child, know what? Like I said, that's why y'all could afford the lights. Right. That's why they can take compliments. Because they didn't They didn't own, earn the house or the compliments. They, they, didn't, own, right, they didn't own none of it. Earn none of it. She said Mark used a locksmith to change the locks, told the alarm company that he was with the mortgage company when it went off. What Mark was surprised about was that they never called the police. They just believed it. Because they white. Of course they believed it. With the right white man, we can do anything. Right. Come on. (laughs) I can't believe they believed it. You really can't. You can't believe Right, that's why niggas be having all their paperwork and ducks in the road, because they be like, oh, I know you're going to check. Not them. Why do you need white man paperwork? 
That's why they get some. Some of them get these jobs. And they be like, "You never went to these schools. Like we're gonna have to. You gotta lose your job." He he meant he meant that literally. Why do you need white, white man paperwork? Why? They, when they when they were like, "Hey, what's going on with the mortgage papers?" So what do you suggest? I suggest you just just keep playing, man, and don't worry about what goes on at the top of things. <laughs> I feel like that's what he come said. on. <laughs> um. Is the what Mark was surprised about? They never called the police. She added, "We threw out the living room. We threw out the kitchen. We threw out everything in the refrigerator." Mark said, "We had to discard any evidence of him, so he could not come back and say he did have possession before we arrived." Well, we broke in. I've never done that before in my life. We never paid any money to occupy. We were squatters. The investors decided to call the police, but Mark showed the police the false deed he prepared. The plantation police advised this was a civil matter and left. Police love to do that one. Well, I guess that's my name is Paul, and that's between y'all. Right? They was like, we got too much other shit to do. All right, y'all got it. Yep. Uh, they say they tried to buy the home legitimately, but Pearman was not the owner, and we already sold our house, and we had nowhere to go. Oh, cry me a fucking river! They're like, we tried to buy the home, so we just stole it. Once, once that fell through, <laughs> once we. What's, we was like, well, we might as well go legit. Wait a minute, we can't go legit. Well, I guess we're going to keep squatting. I mean, what was he supposed to do? Find another house and actually pay for it on a legal, in a legal way? How are we going for our Christmas lights? And they would have never got caught because nobody would have ever gave a fuck. The way that they set up the Christmas lights is diabolically genius. Because who the fuck going to think somebody's squatting in a house with them, all them goddamn lights? Yes! Shit look like Disney World. Of course you think they own it. You're like, well, who would... They throwing the, parties and shit. That's how right. you can afford the parties and shit. Uh, and you, all y'all neighbors gonna be sad. Like, oh, no more parties and a huge it one, right? Because yes. you know, if some niggas just moved I told in, just a big ass it one. If some niggas moved in legally, yes, they would. <laughs> like, Every day they'd have been like, "Do you live here? <laughs> can we see your deed? <laughs> Are you sure you at the right address? <laughs> can I see your driver's license? <laughs> what school do your kids attend?" <laughs> You know, we have an ordinance about Christmas lights. We're, you can only put up two lights every year. Y'all, and, and, and we actually, you notice you put up two and a half. And, and, and we really mean two. Just, yeah. Just, just two. We notice you put up two two and a half lights. And uh, we just think you need to come on down to the HOA. We need to, have, we need to talk to you. Whew. My God. Oh, it must be so good. Yes, it's GTBW. Yes, sir. Carrie Russell is barefoot as she steps outside her Brooklyn brownstone to talk to a man during her firewood delivery. Mm. Another says white like stepping out onto the New York pavement with no fucking shoes or socks. That nasty ass pavement. Nothing says white like that. Okay. Well, people walk around at their dogs, poop on it. No, thank you. Uh, she skipped footwear. She stepped outside of her Brooklyn brownstone to collect the firewood delivery this week. The 47-year-old diplomat actress who recently spoke about launching her career was dressed comfortably in black joggers and a white crew neck sweatshirt. The mother of three pulled her blonde highlight, highlighted hair into a low, messy bun for a brief moment outdoors. She was seen chatting with a delivery guy who wore a long sleeve black shirt and jeans. The former Felicity star had a pair of eyeglasses tucked into the collar of her top as she as she slipped her hands to her pockets of her pants. Oh, look at oh Lord, no, Carrie, Carrie, come on, girl. He had no slip-ons, like flip, Carrie. Flip flops. Was it an emergency firewood delivery, Carrie? What's going on? Is everything okay? 
Ooh, my goodness. She was also makeup free as she conversed near the stairs. Well, that would have been, I mean, that's you can't hold that against her. If she had on no shoes, if she had on no shoes, but her face was beat to the guys, I'm like, what's up with your priorities? <laughs> right? Like, that. if you don't have no shoes on, I, I mean, she probably had no bra on, no drawers, no makeup. Right. No, she ain't brushing teeth. Like, maybe she going through some things. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, she's... uh out here doing doing the most doing white stuff mm-hmm. and we love to see it we love okay. to see it ain't this so much really so much more relaxing that hey we lucky we got listen em. this is much better than that cassie news ain't it though i'd rather talk about somebody walking outside barefooted on new york street any day i i you know i, I just, i'll probably forget who carrie russell is in a few minutes of but, course i don't think i ever watched that one episode of felicity um Kyle Richards hits the beach with rumored lover Morgan Wade in Malibu after a strange husband, Marusio Amonsky, held hands with Emma Slater. And I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't never heard of any Ooh. of the people involved in this. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I don't know if they're actors, singers, performers. I have no idea who these people are. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. All right, Ken, if you had to guess, Kyle Richards, what does Kyle Richards do for a living? I don't know the answer, by the way. We're both guessing. Kyle Richards, I I would say a lot of times they're either singing and act or acting. Okay, so you're hedging your bets. You're trying to take two for one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say NASCAR driver. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Rumored lover Morgan Wade. What would you say Morgan Wade? What do you think Morgan Wade does for a living? I don't know the gender. I guess we'll find out in a second. I'm a, could be a woman, though. Kyle Richards is the beach with rumor lover Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade. Television star. I'm going to say country music. Oh, that's good, too. Morgan Wade feels like a country. Okay. After a strange husband, Marusio Umanski, held hands with Emma Slater. Marusio Umanski. What does that sound like to you? Mauricio and Monsky. Some, somebody single. Okay. I'm going to say Russian diplomat. And Emma Slater. Uh, that's an actress. I'm going to say think. actress. I'm yeah. going to say actress just because all the uh, other Emmas. That's what I'm about to say. All the other Emmas is actresses. She won them Emmas. Emma Stone. You know them Emmas? Yes. Them Emmas love to act. All right, so let's get into the article. Kyle Richards hit the beach with her rumored lover, Morgan Wade, as news emerged of her strange hu- oh so Kyle is a woman as well okay okay two women cows I know now her strange husband Mauricio uh, Umansky may be more than just dance partners with Emma Slater the reality star 54 who has vehemently denied being in a lesbian affair with Wade okay so reality star for the first one we didn't get that right no <clears throat> Uh, lesbian affair with Wade, 28, 54 and 28. Hey, I guess it's, people don't say much about it if you, if you, in the, in the LGBTQ community. I feel like the straights have to give it a pass because we know how much foul shit we be getting away with. But, right? 54, 28 is wild. Um, she was spotted enjoying the oceanfront in Malibu on Monday with the country singer. <gasps> I got one right! 
Yes, you did. Come on through, country singer. Uh, she you, had that feeling. Yeah, you said it sounded like a country singer. Morgan Wade feel like a country singer name. Oh, my God. That's what I'm fucking talking. Let's go, okay? <laughs> don't tell me I don't know my, my honkies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um... She strolled down the beach in her trainers while her toned arms were put on display in a fitted white tank. Morgan was spotted by a parked car clad in a black 930 shirt. At 930? That's a time. Uh, and that, that's a brand. It's a type too. of shirt or is it a brand? Uh, I'm assuming 930 is a brand. You know we don't be knowing. I know. That's 930 shirt. Oh, okay. I guess so. Oh. You must gotta have money hatties. I don't know. Yeah, you know you. Well, these your- are just shirts from Shopify that have the nine thirty on them. That's not. That's not the same thing. I don't know. You probably click them shits. Them t shirts be like five hundred dollars. The softest cotton you ever felt in your life. Feel not, like clouds. Man, I, it's too rich for my blood. I don't know nothing about it. Child, yes. <laughs> it, it, you, uh, they say nine thirty. I'm going the time and the day. Everybody start laughing at me like I'm the dumbass. Uh, it's all. It all comes as Kyle's estranged husband Marusio. Is spotted holding hands with dancing with the stars performer. So Emma is a dancer. I got that. I got that. So wrong. we both got that wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us had dancer. Uh, following the dinner date in Beverly Hills, but Kyle walked off whatever feeling she was experiencing as she hit the sand in her rugged footwear. She swung her arms as she made her way through the terrain with the emerald green Malibu hat protecting her from the sunshine. Her hair was worn down, and she drew eyes to her toned legs with black leggings. Marusio, 53, and Emma, 34, everybody's robbing the cradle these days, mm-hmm. are currently partnered up with Dancing with, on Dancing with the Stars. They appeared more than just friends during the nearly three-hour-long date on Sunday. <clears throat> the duo was seen kissing at the bar Woo! by insiders who saw the pair at the restaurant. Emma was also seen leaning on Marusio as they walked outside and she appeared to wrap an arm around him. I feel like that I feel like dating your partner on Dance with the Stars probably happens more than people think. Yes, I, I can see that. Because you're talking about celebrities. Talking that, about everybody's fine, everybody's fit. Right. You're you talking know, about celebrities and then you're talking about dancers. Dancers are obviously one of the top finest like kinds of people on the planet they in tip-top and shape. then the 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 celebrities are celebrities yes so they coming in with the money and the fame and i can see i can see that probably happens a lot mm-hmm. i don't watch the show so i'm guessing um insiders told the site the stars had a deep conversation which largely focused on what their next dancing with the stars dance is that's not a deep conversation oh uh, t- <laughs> what are you gonna do the cha-cha oh man you so deep oh kiss me again <laughs> Uh, let's start a podcast and leave our wives. On Tuesday, the contestants will pay tribute to their most memorable year on the dance floor. Oh, it is a 930 shirt with the time on it. What? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Right. Okay. I thought it was a brand. So I am uh, So I am right. Uh, yeah. I bet you them bitches is like, this 930 shirt is 500 books. I'm trying to tell you. Man, the wife. Ain't got nothing but time on it. What is there something special about 930? I don't know. Okay. During dinner, Mauricio described why 1996 holds such a special place in his heart. <laughs> he was like, you won't remember this because you were five. But <laughs> for me, <laughs> as a grown-ass man... That was when the chronic dropped. <laughs> so your boy was living it up, okay? Right. 
what you don't know what the chronic is um <laughs> the duo felt more connected and closer than ever before which evidently led to a pda display tmz sources were unable to deliver to def- definitively say whether or not a romance was blossoming between the pair so all right there you go guys all right whites are living it up yeah they is oh good for them somebody should be living it up I, uh, living your best life mm-hmm. somebody should be living it up um the clearest evidence yet of the Loch Ness monster I- existence has been caught on camera, Karen. I guess that neat tea. <laughs> all this te- magua too. All this techno- technological advancement we've made. You know what they got? We ain't found Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster definitively yet. Oh, you know what they got? They got Roger the alien. Yeah, I mean, but even we're. I, I just, I'm just trying to understand how we have motion detecting cameras we can see underwater motherfuckers look for a submarine and found it when it imploded that little ass submarine they found that shit yes they took them a little while but they found it we still are looking at grainy like is that a turtle or the Loch Ness monster pictures Ah! look at this shit I can't that could just be a glimmer off the water I'm assuming it's supposed to be this that could be a person drowning I don't know that could be a stick we don't know why are we letting who the fuck is running Big Loch Ness and why are we letting them get away with this I don't playing know. in our face? Taking them, taking them white folks' money. I, I guarantee you it's just whoever runs Loch Ness tours. Yes! They Go go look and see if they got a motherfucking like, stick they throw. They, throw they, got like a, a, they got a stake in it. They personally invest it. They throw a log in the water like once every six years <laughs> and take a grainy. No, further back, further back. Grainier. We have iPhones now that have such clarity. We got motherfucking those Samsung Galaxy phones take pictures at night like it's the daytime. Yes. We still looking at grainy, long distance pictures of the Loch Ness allegedly monster. I don't believe you. You have phones now. Some of them Samsung phones. You take pictures. You be like, damn, is that the is that the moon? Like this shit is so sharp. But yeah, we can't. Yeah, get out of here. The leprechaun came to the hood and we made a whole movie out of it. You motherfuckers can't get one good picture of the goddamn Loch Ness Monster? We don't believe you. What is going on, white folks? Big Loch Ness. Uh, Tommy Lee reveals he drank two gallons of vodka a day, shot Jack Daniels with syringe, went out of cocaine. God damn. That's, uh, I, would say that, I would say that's an addiction. Rock and roll people be living forever. They just be, they, I mean, they just be like, yeah, I'm... I don't know how I'm here either. They they live life to the edge. He's 61. He offered up this revelation during a chat with comedian Bill Maher on the latest episode of his club, Random Podcast. Lee shared that he and his Motley Crue bandmates had no control over their alcohol intake during the heady days of their fame in the 1980s. He said late entertainment legend Sammy Davis Jr. told him the hardest part about becoming sober was getting up in the morning and knowing that's as good as I'm going to feel all day. Alcohol is just such a fucking weird one, too, because it's easy to fall in love with the way it makes you feel, the way it makes you relax. Then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I'm drinking two gallons of vodka a day. You're trying to kill yourself now. Two gallons. That's a a, child. That's more than the average. Don't they tell you to drink like 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 like, I about to say that's more than the average amount of water. People can't drink two gallons of water a day. No. Two gallons of, of, of vodka. Man. Yeah, it's hard to get people to drink 64 ounces of water. Right. Um, 
Shit, what was you pissing out? Fire? Lee said his, his behavior went on for a long time. Uh, adding that he and his bandmate Nikki Six ran out of cocaine and they would shoot Jack Daniels in with a syringe. It was quicker, faster, louder, and harder. We would do that shit all the time. We run out of coke. Well, let's shoot some Jack. Talking about Jack Danner at the bottle? You talking about Jack Danner you get for the goddamn ABC store? I'm just, I think the part for me is y'all, y'all pulled out needles. Which definitely mean y'all do heroin. Because who just keep spare needles around? It's got to be the same heroin needles that y'all been using. I know y'all wasn't going to the doctor. The doctor would be like, they do them blood tests. They'd be like, yeah, your blood test came out like 98.6% uh, alcohol. Like, sir, you're going to die now, tomorrow. You got to really be out of here to be thinking that far out the box and be like, bro, I can't even wait for the alcohol to get into my stomach. Right? This alcohol is too slow. Put it in my back. Bitch, I'd have never thought of that. Shoot that shit into my heart like Pulp Fiction. Woo, child. Like, I need, the, I need the direct alcohol f- effects immediately. That's an addiction. Woo. Oh, but he's still here. <clears throat> we love to see that. Um, he sobered up four years ago. He described his liver as being on crutches, barely functioning during this era. You don't say. Yeah. That poor liver been crying for decades. Like, what I do to you? What's going on out there? <laughs> I'm trying. Can, 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 can you please, please, like, 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 like I'm going to start shutting down. Like, I mean, damn, I, I, I done got you to your 50s. Come on now. You got to give me a break. Oh, no. my The kidneys is leaving me. No. <laughs> One at a time. I, what? Uh, all right. That's that's it for, for that. Uh, let's do some sore ratchetness and uh, we'll wrap this thing up. We've been going about an hour and a half. <laughs> Hollywood agent's son arrested for butchering wife had samurai sword collection. Oh! Uh, Samuel Haskell, the man arrested on suspicion of murder after a woman's torso was found in a dumpster last week. Oh no, a torso? What is this? Was reportedly infatuated with weapons, keeping samurai swords, crossbow, and guns in the California home he shared with his wife and in-laws. Damn, what the other half? All of them, all of those people, the wife and in-laws remain missing on Tuesday. Haskell, the 35-year-old son of a once prominent agent to the stars, also had a fixation bordering on obsession for martial arts. His next-door neighbor told the New York Post, El El Banami, said that Haskell's wife, May May Lee Haskell, whose butchered remains police believe were the ones found in the plastic bag last Wednesday, didn't approve of the weapons. Yeah, no shit. Right? I know May didn't like having those things inside the house, and she wanted him to get rid of them. I'm telling y'all, leave. You got to leave, because these motherfuckers with swords. It's just one day. They be cool. They be current. They be seen cool and everything. Ain't got nobody's training. Yeah. From the so, first. Don't know how to be on, use them. We had people on the podcast. They be cool and, and to, to then. But I expect to be reading about them one day. Uh, but Nami's daughter heard one of the family's children scream. My daughter said she heard a scream, help, help, hello. The neighbor recounted, and then she heard a car door slam, screeching the tires, and a car driving off. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Um, Torso, that mean a chapter and a half. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The victims haven't been seen I'll since. Sway. 
The victims haven't been seen since November 6th. Um, so, yeah, it's just sad stuff. Okay. Watch out for yourself. These swords. Watch out. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. That's it. We'll be back uh, throughout the week. I think tomorrow we're actually going to have off because uh, we're going to a Hornets game. Yay! Um, so we'll probably be back Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sorry, but I'll share my banter uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or okay. you know, whenever there's time. I took up too much of the time, y'all. It's all, no, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. We just want to keep people happy to listen to the show. We don't need no problems. Uh, All right, y'all. Until next time. I love you. I love you, too. Mwah.